It's Saturday morning. It is time for the Cummins Real Estate Group Show. again it is time for the cummins real estate group show with michelle cummins and myself curtis pope good morning michelle uh, i guess it's an exciting day for you because we know how much you love stats <laughs> yes and good morning chris and i'm so excited we're up bright and early and the sun is good today and we have an exciting day because we're talking about the stats for november just came out so we're going to talk about that and we have an exciting day because you and Kelly and the family are putting an offer in on a place. Yes, we are. We uh, we found a place with the help of our realtor, and uh, we uh, we really like this place. And I suspect there's going to be multiple offers on it. it. Just depends how many multiple offers there are. And that's always the question. A minute before the offers are due, all of a sudden, from one to three offers, there's then four to eight offers, or who knows. So we are going to find that out a little later on this afternoon. But we are prepared. Yes, absolutely. We've got it. Uh, we're, we were all lined up. We're good to go. We've followed all the instructions that you have given us. Of course, uh, you know, the cat's out of the bag. We have sold our house, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, our Woo-hoo. realtor's awesome. <laughs> Woohoo! Look at that. How many days was it up on the market? Was it four? Four whole days? You guys were perfect, perfect sellers. You did everything exactly, everything right. You 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 did everything and you weren't shy. You were like, you were in it. You We were partners in this. This was great. So well, you got had much success. Well, and we had, you know, you know a greeter there. We left the uh, 18-year-old there to greet people and then walk out of the house and go hang out in the backyard for a while. Perfect. I'm going to hire him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dylan liked that gig. He's like, what do you mean we have another showing? I'm like, we have another showing. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think it ever ended for the few days it was on the market. The The Saturday was, was nuts. And, uh, and, and I guess... It was a day where everybody was out looking at houses because everybody seemed to be about 20 minutes behind. So Dylan would be like, okay, I think I have a break. And then another realtor would show up. Just stand there with a bow tie on at the door the whole time. Just keep on coming. <laughs> I was just happy he wasn't just standing there in sweatpants going, hey, what can I do for you? Oh, and your adorable kitty cats. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we got the three cats because my wife's a crazy cat lady. <laughs> oh, so adorable. Lucifer has such personality. Lucifer is, uh, yeah, he, well, he's a kitten, so they always have personality at that point. The uh, the really overweight cat has personality, too, but she doesn't have a good personality, but she likes me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we are on our 108th episode, and I figure it is time later on the second segment of the show, I wanted to bring in and talk about how to flip properties quickly and successfully, because I've had a lot of clients do it and a lot of clients want to do it and whatever time of the market or year it is it's always a good time to flip if you do it right you want to flip it not flop it <laughs> that's right i watch flipper flop all the time so i know that oh uh, so and many think right now we're december uh, and you know a lot of people think let's wait till spring to sell you know that nobody's really looking in december or january but nothing could be further from the truth because 
buyers are out there looking 24-7, 365 days of the year, especially in a market like today where inventory is so low, lower than ever. Uh, you're looking for properties. So many buyers are looking for properties. So if you're a seller thinking to wait, then now now you know it's good. So why wait? So they're I, out there. I would say that, too, that it seems as of late, uh, the real gems have been going up for sale, like where you you know you don't get as many, but the ones that are going up for sale have been really quality. True. I have noticed that as well. Absolutely. And which is interesting. It's very interesting. It uh, is. It's almost like people have kind of held off going, all right, I'm going to throw it up for sale just before Christmas. <laughs> oh, and when you just think that things don't look so good, they do look so good because there, there is uh, you overdoing it with Christmas decorations if you're selling during the holidays. But there's also that feeling of people want that that joy and that holiday feeling. So it can be done really well and showcase the home really well. Mm-hmm. So... Going uh, talking about the the stats, really, they haven't they they changed just a little bit from you know we've had just amazing months since June. It started July, amazing. It's been unre- there's been an unrelenting demand in the Fraser Valley for detached in townhomes, uh, and it continues in in throughout November. So for the fifth consecutive month, I mean the demand has been just so high, no signs of waning. Overall property sales for the month of November set a new board record again. Uh, sales r- records were also broken in September and October. And since July, as I said, it's just activity, including new listings, has continued to be unusually high. And even though there's not a lot of listings to to see, to view, to offer on as buyers, it's just because they're going so fast. So it doesn't seem like there's a lot because they're just they're gone in a flash. Uh, we expected November activity to, to moderate by by the end of November, at least, due to the season. But the desire for family-sized homes and their benefits just continue to dominate uh, since the summer, especially. So we've seen the strongest demand in our board's 99-year history, specifically for single-family detached and townhomes. So for the Fraser Valley region, I wanted to first talk about average amount of days, then we'll go into benchmark price. So Average amount of days to sell a condo was um, 34 days. Townhouses, 25 days. And single-family detached homes remained on the market an average 32 days before selling. Now, this is, you know, average for the whole Fraser Valley region, so it's very broad. Uh, and the next price points I'm going to mention are very broad as well. Again, the whole Fraser Valley region. So the benchmark price for single-family detached is at one million sixty-one thousand five hundred. For townhouses, it's at five hundred and seventy thousand, and for condos, it's four hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars. So going into the municipalities of the five basic ones that we have in the Fraser Valley, Abbotsford detached benchmark price is at 881500 and that's up 12.3% from last year and up 0.9% from the month before. Townhouses are up 6.8% from last year and 1% from the month before, and they're at 480900 Condos in Abbotsford are at 323400 That's up 4.6% from last year and the same as last month. Going into Mission, detached benchmark prices have gone up 15.6% from last year and 1.8% from the month before. They're currently at 
739,000. And townhouses are, are up 6.5% from last year and up 1.3% from the month before at 400 and about 77,000. And condos emission are up 7.8% from last year. 2.2% from the month before, and they're at 361200 And Langley detached benchmark price at $1,115,200, and that's up 12.6% from last year and 2.2% from the month before. And townhouses are up 5% from last year and 0.5% from the month before at 579200 And condos are at $398,000. That's up 5.2% from last year and 0.1% from the month before. And then Delta. So detached properties are at 983,800, up 10.5% from last year and up 1.2% from the month before. And townhouses at 581,800, up 9.6% from last year and up 0.2% from the month before. And condos have actually just gone down a little bit month to month by 0.3%, not much. But from last year, it's gone up 3.3%, and those condos in Delta are at 381200 right now. And then the city, well, it's just the cold combination of Surrey. So there's White Rock, South Surrey, Cloverdale, there's lots of Surrey. So detached benchmark price for overall are up 10.2% from last year and 1.3% from the month before, and that's $1,156,800. Townhouses are at 591300 That's up 5.7% from last year and actually down just 0.2% from the month before. And condos are at 402000 That's up 4.3% from last year and up 0.3% from the month before. And that is our November real estate statistics for the Fraser Valley. Well, that's uh, it's incredible just how how steady the numbers have stayed here through this, this year of... Um uncertainty let's go uncertainty because it's been just a strange year but real estate has been uh, has been slow and steady wins the race you're exactly right which is just you know, it's it's strange to me how that has held on so well but i guess it's just maybe that's just it people are going well not traveling i'm not doing this maybe it's time we we upgrade our house well, that's the thing. And this winter, most people go away, you know, they're snowbirds or they go on vacation. But that's not the case. This year, this winter, this holiday season, they're everyone staying home. So <laughs> there's a lot of uh, online shopping happening and uh, real estate shopping happening. And and for all of the stats, and it is really neat seeing them month to month right after each other, as you said, Curtis, you know, I'm a stat person. And I have them all on my website. If you go on the homepage, just scroll down and all of them are there or you can go to the blog and go to all of them there one place to see all of the stats every month and it gets a lot more specific than what i could just say on our show here and you can see that we are in the highest for prices and sales we've ever been for detached homes ever 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 so anyways it's kind of neat to see the stats month by month and if people want to look at those stats and check them out where can they find them michellecummins.ca sounds good and we're back with more right after this
two of the Cummins Real Estate Group show with local realtor superstar Michelle Cummins and me, Curtis Pope. And local superstar Curtis Pope. No, no, no. That's what you you're the, you can only have one superstar on the show. Hey, there's more stars out there. I know, but then we get egos clashing and stuff, and we fight over top billing, and, and nobody needs that. It's always Curtis Pope first. No, no. It's, your name is in the show title, not mine. Hey, are we fighting over this? <laughs> it almost seems like we are. Well, there's nothing to fight about. Your name is in the title of the show. <laughs> you so win that one every time. Uh, so, okay. So our next segment, we're talking about flipping properties quickly and successfully, and we're going to give some advice. And I know, you know, this is something that we all, it's kind of a dream or I don't know, there's, there's a lot of people who think, oh, that'd be so fun to do. So just wanted to put it out there and make sure you're getting the best out of it and that you're prepared so you can be successful with it. So for maximum retail profit, how you can get the most amount of money you could possibly get, we all want that. Uh, We're going to talk about understanding the real costs associated with the flip. Uh, And a lot of times people don't want to think of that and they just want to think of the joy at the end of the, at the, uh, at the end of it. But uh, you, you have to, you know, calculate all of this have a spreadsheet. There are programs programs out there to help you do that properly. Uh, and I could refer you, give you some of those, no problem. And uh, so we're going to talk about property risks and what you need to know. Well, that's the important thing too, because people just see dollar signs, right? Because they see a show on HDTV like flipping out or flip or flop. And they see these people making 100000 or 150 or 200000 on a flip. But you also have to take in mind, there's been other flips that they've done where they have lost money on them. Yes, they've learned the hard way, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, talking about the quality of repairs is so important. And what's important there, we're going to talk about the property pizzazz. So what I like to call the pizzazz that sells more than the whole, right? Mm-hmm. And when pricing your home right, we're going to go over that and regular price reductions should you be on the market longer than a week or two. Okay, so right now what you're looking at is homes that are selling, flying off the shelves right now. That won't always be the case, though. It might not be the case next week or next month or who knows, right? So be prepared. Uh, You've got to know how to make money regardless of the market that you're in because you can. And so today things are just going super fast. Bottom line is the best condition home is the lowest and the lowest price is what always sells. So, again, the best condition home at the lowest price always sells. It's pretty simple, and and that's the case. So that's just something you've got to keep in mind. So we're going to start out talking about the price of your home because that's most important. It's really important uh, that you buy the home for the right price that allows you to make the profit. This may seem like common sense, of course, but most people have never gone and done the math before, so there's many costs people actually don't think about. So we're going to review some of the costs that come in uh, when you're doing um, a fix and flip. So most people think of the purchase. They think of the rehab. They think of the real estate agent fees, but they don't think of all the other costs. So one of the things you're going to have uh, is interest that is on your loan. So this is like four or five or six months worth of interest on a deal, depending upon your loan amount. There's property transfer tax fees when you purchase. Uh, there is, depending on the... Um, uh, the property, you've got your closing costs times two. Uh, there's hazard insurance, so property insurance. Most people forget, but 
but you've got to pay for that uh, to make sure that you and your service providers, contractors, anybody on that property is protected while it's going through the rehab and while you own it. So you got to pay for that. You've got to purchase. So you got your purchase price, obviously. Then you have your rehab costs. So you've got to price the house right, which means you've got to buy the house right as well, which is why we're talking about some of these different ways to find good deals. You've got to find the good deals. So what you've got to do is understand that risks are associated, uh, what risks are associated with that. So here's some questions for you. When it comes down to risk, that I think you should really be concerning yourselves about is uh, property, location. So where is it located at? Is it on a busy street? Is it in a neighborhood that has a lot of crime? Uh, you, you want to make sure that you're not buying kind of risk uh, properties at risk that way. Also, is there a septic system that may need like a $30,000 repair all of a sudden that you didn't expect or a well? You really, I don't recommend flipping properties that are on septics or on wells. You really want it to be on city water. You want to have a simple flip because you can make more money that way than on the other side. Uh, and you want to minimize how long you need to hold the property. Uh, so, and also, are you thinking or ask yourself if you are thinking of adding an extension to get, uh, increase the footprint of the house? Because if you're getting into construction rather than rehab when you talk about that. So it's a whole different animal. So what type of, uh, of risks there are and, and try to minimize that. So um, what percentage of homes is in the neighborhood are, neighborhood are rental properties? So most people that you're flipping to the property to, they, you want to find a buyer that wants to move into the house as a resident and they want a residential neighborhood. Uh, you know, they're not big on rental neighborhoods and you really don't want to sell to an investor because they're only going to pay retail, right? Uh, so you want to make sure you maximize the price, maximize your profit by choosing the right property in, in the first case. Uh, and then what we want to talk about is um, definitely finding a property that if it's in a cul-de-sac, even better, quiet street. Uh, and then we want to talk about the don't buy in an age-restricted property community. If, if it's 65 plus or 55 plus or even 45 plus, uh, you're going to have some issues. It's going to take longer to sell. You want to keep your buyer pool open to as many buyers as possible. So be careful uh, that you're, you're not buying an age-restricted property as well. So that's a few of that uh, information. So now talking about repairs, you don't want to go into high-end repairs with the properties. You want to start and talk about uh, repairs that are the same as the comparables out there. So that when you're selecting, when you're looking. So when you go and say, what is this house going to sell for? When you look at those properties, you should be looking at the condition of those other properties and planning on your house being in the same condition as what that property is in. Don't do more than what those are and don't do less than what they are. Don't try and underdo the repairs either because you want to be able to sell for the price that you need or higher or under. No, just buyers want what else is kind of out there, but just a little bit more of more pizzazz. And that's pizzazz I was talking about. Um, but also you got to keep the price point good for the buyer. So that's why you really want it pretty much comparable. Okay. So it's very important. You, you don't want to overlook that and you don't want to overdo it. A lot of people overdo it once they start. They're like, oh, but this is pretty. Oh, but this is nice. Uh, and they don't think of the cost. So uh, pick one thing and give it some pizzazz. 
So, for example, if the homes in the area have all laminate floors, maybe put heated tile floors in the bathroom or and kitchen. So do one extra thing. Or maybe uh, most of the other homes have laminate countertops. Put in granite countertops or quartz countertops. So one thing where people think, hey, I really like that granite countertop. Oh, wow, those had heated tile floors in the bathrooms when the others didn't. Uh, so that that will uh, help you get more bang for the buck, and and you'll you'll look better to the buyers out there. So when you're doing this, you want to be doing it in the concentrating the kitchens and the bathrooms and entryways. So something that someone's going to walk in and see. Uh, but kitchens and bathrooms are typically what you're what we're talking about here. So if you can do something a little extra that the other houses, so your house kind of shines, that's the principle of the pizzazz. Uh, okay, so now we get into the pricing of your property, and we're going to go through this quickly because uh, our show is, um, is limited here. <laughs> and this is where a lot of people just lose it. So they just don't price their property right in a standard market, not a crazy seller's market like one right now. You want to price the property 3 to 5% more than the comparables actually come in. Okay, so that's a buffer of 3 to 5%. Don't overprice it more than that. Don't do it. Don't think, oh, I need ten or $20,000 or the negotiating room. No, you don't. Uh, so keep it there. And then if you if it's not selling in a week or two, you want to be able to do that price adjustment and you want to do a price adjustment of uh, about 3%. Just do it. And that is how you're going to sell quickly and keep your carrying costs down. So how you're going to get the best price and get a quick sale is by asking for feedback from every showing. You need the feedback. Ask questions. They're so important. You've got to ask, what do you do think of the home? You think it's open-ended question? I want to get feedback on that, okay? I want to know what they thought. Are you considering making an offer? Ask them yes or no. If no, why not? What did you think of the price? Was it above? Was it below? What did you think? What did you think of the condition of the home? Is there anything we can do? So I've had people say, oh, the home is dated, the home is dated. It happened a few times, and finally, it's like it's three walls that are painted 90s color. Okay, let's paint them neutral colors. Boom. The first person that came in after we painted those three walls, they bought the house. So ask feedback. Get feedback. Make adjustments when you need. The only time you can't make adjustments is if you're on a busy street or if you have a really high, steep driveway or something that you can't change. But if it's something you can change, make the change and keep on top of it with those adjustments if needed. Okay, so that is how you can flip a house in a very short nutshell uh, quickly and effectively. And if you need any more information, I do have brochures, information, packages on how to flip homes properly. You can always ask me for that, and I'm happy to share that. And if you have a uh, show idea, be sure to email us or contact us and check out our podcast um, and a quote for the show. Okay, this is from a real cool chick. Okay, to succeed in life, you need three things, a wishbone, a backbone, and a funny bone. Reba McIntyre. That sounds about right for Reba. Yeah, one of those. That, there's one of those people I've never met, and funny enough, my wife has. Really, you didn't get to see her when she was at Clark Theater that many, many moons ago. No, she was in Merritt many years ago. Reba was there playing, and uh, funny thing is, I've even brought Reba on stage at the Abbotsford Center, but I didn't get a chance to meet her. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we were at Merritt, and I was bringing on somebody on stage, so I couldn't go to the meet and greet. So I sent my wife in my place. Oh, that's great. And, and and Kelly loves Reba, so I, I got I got brownie points with her that day. Very nice. Did you get a picture with Reba? Uh, somewhere. I don't know where it is, but yeah, she got a picture with Reba somewhere. 
if it's digital, it's somewhere out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that's uh, just about it for the show. We got our quote. We're all good to go. If people want more information about the services you provide, where can they go? michellecummins.ca. And make sure you join us again next week when, once again, we will talk about real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.